It is 7.45 on a Saturday morning in CCO land. Let's bring in our friend Jack Farrow from Haskell's. Merry Christmas, Jack. Merry Christmas to you, Denny. And I'm very happy to tell you that it's going to be a warmer Christmas than yes. it has been. How nice. Yeah, we'll take it'll it. It'll still be a white Christmas. Absolutely. But you'll be more comfortable. I like Today it. I thought I'd talk about a, sort of a potpourri of things for the holidays, about wine gifts and things along those lines. You know, what would inspire anybody more than a big basket bowed and brimming with good cheer, whether the basket contains your favorite assortment of, say, craft beers, wines from around the world, spirits, and maybe a combination to make your favorite drink a margarita or Manhattan or something along those lines, or even a basket of the new seltzers that are so popular. Because, you know, we all know it's better to give than receive. When you give those big bowed baskets, uh, you just feel good about it because they look so pretty. Uh, you know, if you're giving somebody some wine, give them a wine that you like yourself. If you're using a referral, make sure that the people that have referred you to the wine are knowledgeable and know what they're talking about because you really want to give somebody wine that uh, will be good and that they'll like and, uh, you know, it's not the time to experiment with wines that you aren't familiar with. If you're going to give somebody a gadget, a wine gadget, give them a wine gadget that's useful. There's so many of them out there that are gimmicky, and they're fun. Uh, the, I'll give you that. But uh, it's a better idea to give them something they'll like. Of course, you know, uh, classic wines uh, that are have great reputations, etc., are really what you want to think about, I think. And uh, the idea is, if you're giving somebody, say, a corkscrew, give them a good one, a solid one that'll really work. We have one from Australia called a boomerang. It has a foil cutter built into it, and uh, they're about $9, and they're wonderful. I've had one that I've used for probably 20-some years, and it really is solid. Uh, books are another good idea. Uh, there's always a gaggle of them that come out. But the one that I'm impressed with this year is the Atlas of Wine. It's done by my friend Hugh Johnson from London. It's his eighth edition. So he has published these books eight times. This edition even has vineyards in China, etc., uh, it's a wonderful referral, uh, and while you can get a lot of the, that stuff on the Internet, uh, a book like this is handy to have, to look at, etc. There isn't a onophile in the entire world that wouldn't love one of these new atlases. They're just an incredibly good book for somebody who likes wine. Wonderful maps, and as I said now, this eighth edition even has uh, vineyards in China, which, you know, they planted about... 25 of them, different vineyards in the last 10 years there. Uh, and uh, as I said, like loving a classic movie, classic wines are always welcome. If you're going to give somebody something interesting, how about a magnum of champagne, real champagne? Louis Roder is very good. Vouve Clico is also good. If you want a budget, maybe give them a magnum of Boyo. That's the sparkling Cremant from Burgundy that's made by the Boisset family. They have a rosé and a brut, and they're absolutely delicious, and the magnums are very inexpensive. Uh, the real champagne 
it's a good thing to give always because you can always tell the difference between real champagne and other sparkling wines. But other sparkling wines are kind of fun. As a matter of fact, what we do on Christmas morning is we usually have sparkling wine mimosas, but we make them with cranberry juice instead of orange juice. So they look very festive. They're pink. You're tasting the cranberry and the sparkling wine, and often we use Prosecco to put in there to add the sparkle to it. And it makes a a very memorable morning uh, drink. Those wonderful cranberry mimosas on Christmas morning, and, and easy to do. So, and as I said, this isn't the time of year to give somebody an obscure wine. Uh, a Rioja makes a great gift. You know, I used to do a lot of tastings, and uh, at the end we'd always have something blind, and invariably... I'd, and the tastings would usually concern Bordeaux. At the end, I would bag up a Rioja and pour that. And everyone would say, why did you save the last, the best wine for last? Well, I didn't. It usually was the least expensive, but it had a little more bottle age than the other ones. And it makes a great gift. Uh, there's a Mark Key de Murrieta is a good one, and that's kind of expensive. It's about his really top-flight stuff can be up to $100. He's a gay but uh, you could also get the Marquis de Caceres, which is about 13 bucks, and makes a wonderful gift. And as I say, wine lovers appreciate Riojas, and they can be a budget affair. Another one, which would be very good, is if you have a Cabernet lover, is Oakville East. That comes from a fellow named Elliot Stern, who grew up in South Dakota and here in Minneapolis. And he moved out to Napa years ago. He makes this Oakville East. Uh, right now it's a BOGO. It's about $50 a bottle. But I'll tell you, it's a sturdy Cabernet and uh, would make a wonderful gift to somebody. Also, a big, wonderful wine to have uh, with Christmas dinner if you were planning, say, a barrel of beef or a standing rib roast. That Oakville East would go perfectly with it. And while we were talking about dinner and dining, Glasses make a great gift. If you have a friend that's a boulder, you can give them really good plastic glasses. I am a big fan of buying glasses that if one breaks, you won't be bankrupt. You know, there, there's some Baccarat glasses and things like that that cost hundreds of dollars a stem. And the only problem with those, if you break one, uh, you've ruined the day for yourself. Uh, better to buy durable wine glasses that if, say, someone does have an accident, uh, you aren't going to have to go refinance the house to buy a new set of glasses. Another good wine, that uh, Flowers. Flowers is one of the best-known vineyards in Sonoma, pr producing great wines. Their beautiful vineyard overlooks the Pacific Ocean, and the wine is terrific. Their camp-meeting Chardonnay is just exquisite, buttery, creamy, etc. It's expensive. Again, might like that Oakville East, it will cost about $50 a bottle, but it's worth it. Uh, Flowers Camp Meeting Chirot, or Camp Meeting Chardonnay, and it is delicious. Another good gift for people is something that most people don't think about, and that's port. A Dow's 20-year-old is about $60 a bottle, and the good thing about port is you can have put it in the decanter or leave it in the bottle and have a glass of it. You can go back to that for about three months without much deleterious uh, uh, effect from the wine being aerated because port, you know, is a fortified wine. It's usually about 18 to 20% alcohol. 
So they're very, very sturdy. And, uh, you know, there's Graham's 20-year-old, Dow's 20-year-old. Uh, they're wonderful things for, again, about $50. If you want something a little less, Fonseca's late bottle vintage port, uh, it, you can get that for about $25 a bottle. And uh, late bottle vintage port is just marvelous on a cold winter night. In, you know, it's cold when it's even 35 degrees. A uh, glass of port, perhaps a little slice of Stilton cheese, maybe a walnut or two, a fire in the fireplace, some music on the uh, radio. Uh, you know, you know all's well and God's in heaven and all's right with the world. Uh, those ports are terrific. And like I say, they're very durable, so they last a long time. You don't have to worry like you do about wine. If they open it up, you really almost have to drink it that day or within a, uh, 48 hours of it being opened. Uh, so another question came in while I'm on my email here is, what about that turkey base for Thanksgiving? Well, yeah, a lot of people, I guess, have turkey for Christmas dinner, too, and it's simple. It's one-third orange juice one-third white wine, and one-third melted butter. And you baste it on the turkey during uh, roasting. And if you're having turkey, I recommend Vouvray Voltaire. It's a wonderful Chenin Blanc from France, from the city of Vouvray. Uh, it has apricot and almonds in the nose. It's soft and round and a veritable crowd pleaser with a very, very modest price. Uh, it, as I said, it's only about... $11, $12 a bottle for 100% Chenin Blanc that would be perfect. <laughs> if you're having meat I, and you want uh, Cabernet, there's lots of good ones. Uh, there's also some interesting wines from Bordeaux, Admiral de Becheville, which is their second label, in 2015 made a fabulous Saint Julien, which would go perfectly if you're having, say, rack of lamb. Uh, it's about 60 bucks a bottle, but it's as fabulous. It would be a memorable experience. Of course, you can always have something inexpensive, like from Burgundy, a Savigny Le Bon or a Santenay, from André de Viamont or Marchant, or even Bouchard are a couple of the great houses uh, in Burgundy that produce uh, Savigny and Santenay. They're southern Burgundy, so they're a little lighter, but they're awfully good. Another good red wine to have is Chateau Perio. This is a brewery from Beaujolais, and it is wonderful. It's got a little age on it, and you won't imagine that it's a Beaujolais because it almost tastes like a Burgundy. Uh, it's so good. But I think buying gifts for a wine lover, like I say, buy them something that somebody's heard of, not too obscure, uh, and particularly if you like the wine. That's the key, I think. If you're giving somebody something personal that reflects your taste, it ought to reflect your taste and not be something that you just casually picked up. Make sure that you've tasted the wine and you like it, and you can tell, as I said, I sometimes like to personalize those wine gifts, perhaps with a, uh, a recipe or a suggestion of what the uh, the meal goes with on that Jack Farrell case that we talked about last week. I put in suggestions of what dish to have with each of the wines. I think that's helpful to people because that's what they go best with, in my opinion. And and that, you know, taste is one of those things, as I've said hundreds of times on the air, de gustibus non desputanum est. In matters of taste, there is no dispute. And believe me, that's the only Latin I remember from four years of Latin. 
but it, it's true. Your own personal taste is should be the guiding factor, not what everybody else says. So if you like to drink uh, white wine with steak or you like to have uh, red wine with fish, go right ahead because it's your taste and it's your palate that has to be satisfied. That's the fun and the joy of wine. And I, as I say, buying for a wine lover is the easiest thing in the world to do. And it's the gift of good taste. Let's not forget that. Absolutely. And I have more comments about your, uh, your, your, uh, all the selections of wine that you suggested. What a fantastic gift. And I'll tell you, if you stop in and wonder what Jack was talking about, and maybe you missed it, uh, go into any one of the Haskell's locations and ask them about that. The folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine. They love to pair wine with food. That's why we're called the wine people. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars as our winter sale is in full force right at the moment. There's Haskell's in Bloomington. There's one in Excelsior in Faribault. We're right off at 35. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. 22,000 square feet of wines from around the world. In Minneapolis, there's free parking on both Saturday and Sunday. Haskell's at Ridgedale and Minnetonka, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come in, go to Haskell's.com, where all of the things I talked about are available. And, by the by... I hope all of our WCCO listeners have a wonderful Merry Christmas. And all the folks at Haskell's. Jack, Merry Christmas. Let's talk uh, one week from today. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Maybe we can talk about sparkling wines for the new year. Perfect timing. All right, Jack, thanks so much. Jack Farrell from uh, Haskell's Wine Chat next uh, Saturday. Uh, In fact, it's every Saturday at uh, 745 in the morning.